Welcome to this week's Immoral Elite Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Main, and I got a ranger buddy with me, Mr. Russ Townsend. He's going to talk about his career, his service, and more importantly, this thing called VetCoin. So, Russ, great to have you today. Hey, thanks for having me, Tony. I've been looking forward to this since we first talked about it, and um, I'm pretty excited. I'm really, like, you probably hear people say they're glad to be here, but this has been something I've been looking forward to for quite some time. Well, this has actually been building, and I'll kind of go off script a little bit. Um, you know, we first met, I believe we first met when I was at SOCOM, yeah. and there was this group that would get together for the Ranger Special Forces first of the month breakfast, and I was introduced yeah. a little bit more uh, to the Killer, Killer Man Sons. I would known about it down here at Benny, but so focused on my family. I didn't have a really had a great chance to go out into the community and just to see what you all do there at the Fort Brooke chapter. It's just fantastic. Yeah, it, it is pretty wild. Um, so yeah, as you mentioned, Killer Man Sons, it's a motorcycle club made exclusively of former members, alumni of the 75th Ranger Regiment. And there's a couple other categories of folks that get in, you know, we'll take gold, you know, gold star uh, family members, and anyone that served in combat with the regiments eligible to wear a combat scroll, they can all be members. But it really, it's all about, you know, giving back to the community, the ranger community and the local community, using motorcycling to instill that camaraderie that we gained in the ranger regiment and, and to further those bonds of brotherhood, uh, even post-service. It's, it's pretty awesome. And, and I think what the listeners are going to find is when we, when we hear about Vetcoin, like that's <laughs> another component that's somewhat similar. So. Let's go back. Let's talk about like your service in the Ranger Regiment. Why was it so formative uh, to you? What was your What was your experience like? Oh gosh. Uh, so I do get this and question. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. <laughs> it's always clean for me. Uh, it's a very. <laughs> so I, I mean, I got out of high school. Um, I knew I wanted to be in the army. My dad was a soldier, and I looked up to him when I was growing up. So I knew I wanted to be a soldier. Um, I went to MEPS like everybody else did. And delayed entry program. Uh, thought I was going to be a combat engineer. Had to go to back to MEPS because I had a jaw issue that needed to be cleared up by a doctor. And before I went back to MEPS to enlist, the recruiter, I was in his office, sat me down, put the video cassette in the, uh, in the TV VCR, and they showed the Ranger in action video. And when the video was done, I was just like, that, that's what I want to do. I want to be one of those guys. So I stalled on enlisting until I got a Ranger contract, uh, went to RIP, because that's what we called it back then in the, in the early 90s, and went to 2nd Ranger Battalion and served in the 2nd Ranger Battalion as an infantry guy um, for a little over five years, uh, made it to the rank of sergeant, and decided I wanted to go to college. So I ETSed, joined the reserves, um, changed from infantry to military intelligence as an enlisted soldier. And that was fantastic. It's one of the smartest things I've done in my career was look at the army beyond the regiment. Um, and I'll tell you that the things that I learned in the regiment, things like discipline and integrity and drive and perseverance and living the Ranger Creed every day, you know, it, it's, a, it's a real thing, right? Like you learn the Ranger Creed and you actually live by that code and that credos and you move into the regular army and it's not the same. And you learn how to do things in that, in that environment. And, and I was very, very fortunate that I had some really, really good opportunities by virtue of being uh, in the regiment when I got there. 
and that continued to serve me well. I'm still serving in the reserves. Somewhere along the way, the Army screwed up and gave me a commission. So, so now I've been a commissioned officer since 2004. Uh, we needed the paid. guys. We needed uh, the guys and girls. It's insane, right? Like every time I get promoted, I'm like, I'm never going to get promoted again. And then the army promotes me again. It's been a very fantastical journey because, uh, and I don't know if this is normal um, for guys in the Ranger Regiment, but I don't think like I'm that much better or special or unique or different than other people. I just do my best at everything I do because that's part of what I learned in being in the Ranger Regiment is every day you show up and every day you bring your A game. And anything less isn't good enough. So I just do the best I can every single day and things work out. I, I love it. I love it. And I love the fact that for any of those younger Rangers listening, like there's so many other things that you can do. And you work at a headquarters now. My goodness gracious. Um, it, 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 it's people in suits. It's reservists. It's, it's, it's active duty. It's National Guard. I think. We leave some folks leave the military because they don't understand. You can actually chart your own course. You, you just have to learn and ask questions to be able to do it. You right. really can. Like you, you. It's like a choose your own adventure book uh, if you're willing to do so. I mean, the army will give you stuff to do if you do absolutely nothing. The army will figure out for you if you put a little bit of effort into what you want to do next. You'll find it. And the opportunities are there, the doors are open. You just got to be willing to walk through it and take your chances and do stuff that maybe you wouldn't normally do and figure out if it works or not. And more than often, it will. So let, let's go to take chances then and try something a little bit different. All right. So here you go. This, this is where for the listeners, uh, if you can see me, you'll see some confused looks on, on my face. <sighs> So, so Bitcoin, that coin, what is that coin and what are you doing with that coin? Sure. So I'll give you, I'll give you a little bit of a brief history about um, how we came up with the idea of that coin. And then I'll kind of talk you to where we are today. So a little over a year ago, um, probably around April of last year, Several of us who work at Special Operations Command in the J-5, we were kind of standing around literally near a water cooler. So we have, you know, proverbial standing around the water cooler experience. And uh, cryptocurrency was huge. Like Bitcoin was skyrocketing. Ethereum was going through the roof. And one of us just kind of was making a joke. He's like, hey, I wonder how Bitcoin is doing. And we all just kind of stopped and thought like, well, I haven't heard of Bitcoin. That's weird. So Joey, uh, one of the other co-founders, he jumped on the computer and looked up Vetcoin and found out that it didn't exist. And we're like, well, maybe it should. And why don't we do that? So we started thinking through like, well, okay, so if we wanted to use cryptocurrency, what would we, what would we want to do with it? Because um, there's so many different things you can do with blockchain technology. And the one thing that we kept coming back to, we'd have all these discussions and we would continue to circle back to Whatever we do, we have to give back to the veteran community. So we thought that the best way to do that would to be uh, was was to create a nonprofit organization. So Vetcoin, we created, uh, we incorporated, we created a five hundred one c three nonprofit, and then we used that nonprofit um, and we created an Ethereum based token called Vetcoin. And the whole purpose of this uh, nonprofit and, and 
and the Bitcoin tech, um, token is to connect, enable, and transform the veteran community. So we want to use Vetcoin um, as a place where we can connect veterans, uh, veteran businesses, veteran-oriented nonprofits, and businesses that support veterans. We want to give them a place where they can connect and get together as a community. We want to enable um, through that connection and, and synergy of, of bringing everybody together into one virtual spot. And then we want to transform the community and the way that we want to do that is through the use of a cryptocurrency, through those transactions, uh, just improve veterans' lives, whether it's connecting a consumer with a business so the business can profit, the consumer can support a veteran-owned business, or through direct contributions to uh, nonprofits in Vetcoin and allowing them to have access to capital that can then transform the veteran community. Because as you and I both know, there are so many needs out there in the community that just aren't being met. So if we can enable that through that connection and then we can lead to a transformation, then that's a win. Well, when, when I hear that, you know, it does my heart good and it does the listener's heart good because at, at our core, it's not about us. It's about the community, yeah. right? It's never about, you know, us. It's about the community. But it's no, still cryptocurrency and I don't know what the hell, the hell that is. So, <laughs> so let, 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 okay. So, so now somebody wants to participate, right? And I think they've got to actually purchase like with real dollars, yep. virtual yeah. coins or, or, or currency. Um, like I, I just don't, I, I think I understand that, right? Like I, I know that I can take my credit sure. card, my debit card, go into somewhere, put in my number and get so many values of these coins. But the idea of how that regulates itself go oh my goodness oh so the the really cool thing about blockchain and cryptocurrency is it and creating a community that to use it is it will self-regulate to an extent um so we've we've there's a lot to unpack here so bear with me uh you talked about buying uh Bitcoin. so first off i would tell you that if you want any information about Vetcoin as a foundation, uh, you can go to our website. It's vetcoinhq.com. And through the website, it, because we're not a publicly available token yet, that's coming probably this year, I think, very soon. I don't want to say exactly when, but we have an idea of a date that's planned for that. Um, the only way to get Vetcoin right now is to go through our website and make a purchase. So you are using, yes, actual US dollars through a credit card transaction or bank transfer or through a, a different type of cryptocurrency, like we'll accept Bitcoin in exchange for Vetcoin. And then based on the current rate or value that we've established, you, you buy Vetcoin. And then that goes into your, your virtual wallet. And if I'm using terms that are unfamiliar to you, I apologize. So um, far, we're good. So far, <laughs> we're good. My, my Ohio public education, I am up to speed. Okay. So, far. So, so yeah, so you purchase the Vetcoin and that goes into your wallet. Um, alternatively, and if you don't have a wallet, you can use our app. We just launched our, our app on Android phones. So you can download the Vetcoin app, which provides you with a wallet, or you can use the wallet of your choice. Um, either way, we'll transfer the coins in there. Um, and, and you'll have your holding of coins, uh, Vetcoin tokens, if you will. Now, what are you going to do with those Vetcoins, right? So you, you buy a bunch, let's say you have a couple million or whatever, um, what, what are they good for, right? That's always the first question is, what do I do with these Vetcoins once I have them? 
Um, and that's, that's a little bit more of a complex answer. So bear with me while I walk you through a couple of things. One is it's a government's token. So as you own VetCoin, you have a voice in the VetCoin community. So there will be things that come up for voting. And for example, every Veterans Day, we disperse uh, cryptocurrency to nonprofit organizations. So when we come to disbursement day, there will be a way that we gauge the, the whims, if you will, or the desires of the community. So everybody that has VetCoin will have an opportunity to vote on which nonprofits get disbursements. So that's one thing that VetCoin does. Um, as you use VetCoin, there's a simple transaction fee, as with any other cryptocurrency, because there's no like sales tax, but there is a transaction fee. And that transaction fee um, does a couple things. One, a little bit comes back to the organization to help pay for overhead. So we always have a little bit of VetCoin that's coming back to help with the recurring expenses. Part of it goes into a liquidity pool, uh, which will help to substantiate the value behind VetCoin. Uh, a little bit is burned, so we get rid of it. We take it off the market completely, and which is good because over time, the supply goes down, so the demand will come up with that. And then a little bit of it, um, which for most cryptocurrencies turns into a profit, we scrape that into a separate wallet. And that, what would normally you know, go to a cryptocurrency owner as a profit model, that, that little piece of crypto is what we disperse to the nonprofits on Veterans Day. So I tell people this, and it sounds funny when I say it out loud, but I say it all the time because it's absolutely true. Is vet, I'm never going to see a profit out of Vetcoin as a co-founder of Vetcoin. So I own Vetcoin. So as Vetcoin increases in value, that will be good for me. But I will never get a profit out of anybody's transactions, and neither will any of the other co-founders. It all goes to nonprofits. So that's that's something that makes this a bit different. So far as we know, we're the only nonprofit that's done this, uh, created a cryptocurrency. So we're kind of. We're kind of into that new territory. And earlier when I was talking about opportunities, you just have to be willing to take that chance. Like this is a big one. So we're we're trying we're trying to do something that really hasn't been done before, and we're very, very excited about the future. So the value as a member of the Vetaverse, I think I said that correctly. As a you is did. it the Vetaverse? Am I saying it that is. right? This is okay, great. Well, because I'm a member of the Vetaverse, then the value. <laughs> I have is, you know, is either tangible or intangible. So the tangible value is the ability to work with the other veteran owned business and purchase. Yeah. Is, is so that fair enough? Like that's when I can see in the, in the typical type of transaction that we're used to dollars for service or dollars for good. Um, because just acquiring a lot of, that coin doesn't become something that uh, I'm trying to get rich at, right? Right. And and this is great because we had this conversation in your office uh, last month and you remembered the Vetiverse and you remembered a uh, transactional piece of it, which is awesome. Uh, so the, the Vetiverse, which I'd actually forgot to mention, that's the virtual space. When I was talking about connecting the community together, uh, we created a virtual space do that we called it the vetiverse uh, which is a very cheeky you know play on metaverse so you can go into this virtual space and the idea is we want to create kind of a, a veteran friendly environment because um not unlike myself i think there's a lot of veterans and people that are in service members that maybe they don't understand the, the cryptocurrency environment i was ignorant you know two years ago i didn't know anything about it 
I've had to learn quite a bit since starting the foundation or helping start the foundation. Um, but we want to create a veteran friendly environment to do this. So we, we speak in the language, the language that we understand. We created the Vetiverse. It looks like a fob. So you enter the Vetiverse, you can go through the front gate. It's got HESCO barriers, chain link fences. There's, there's buildings in there. Private to sleep up at the tower. <laughs> it's great. So there, there are guard towers. You, we could put, you know, I, we haven't figured out, there's probably a way we can get up there because there's no physics in the Vetiverse. You can just walk through walls. It's pretty awesome. Um, but, but every business and nonprofit entity that joins the Vetiverse, we put a kiosk into that, into that space for them. So that's, that's a meeting place. It's a discourse place. It's a transactional place. It has the potential for transaction. Now, transactionally, that's a future project. So the VetCoin token that's out now, is there's going to be another token that we release later. It's going to stablecoin, and it's going to be called VetCash. And VetCash is going to, one VetCash dollar will be equal one US dollar. So it's going to be a very easy and simple way to understand value. And the way to buy VetCash will be through VetCoin. So you get your VET coin, you transfer it into VET cash, and then that becomes the transactional currency of the Vetiverse. And it's a dollar for dollar exchange. So if, so if a vendor is selling something that costs 99 cents, it's going to cost 0.99 VET cash. Um, and then you can, you can do that exchange for goods and services in the Vetiverse using the VET cash. So, you've, so that's, how, that's, that's how your VET coin token can then take on a value for expenses. But at the end of the day, that making sense transactionally, the value then, the the um, inherent value is that what is really made, right? What what would what would what would grow goes back to these charities. In traditional models where everything's going right and there's naturally some good inflation and there's more and more and more. That more and more and more goes back to the nonprofits. Is that kind of what what right. we're saying? Am I getting that yep. right? So, so it's it's really it's a win win. So, if you talk about the Vetiverse as that place where the connection happens, um, you you bring in a consumer into an environment that has veteran owned business. So, a veteran can buy from a veteran. So, you're supporting small businesses, veteran owned businesses, and then through that transaction, that that piece I was talking about that comes off ends up supporting a nonprofit directly. So it's a veteran, you're selling to veterans, you're buying from veterans, and you're enabling veteran nonprofits all in that one transaction. And so that's my value. That's why I would do that versus just going online, uh, maybe sucking the transaction credit card fee from doing my coffee of the month subscription, do my coffee of the month subscription through <laughs> VetCoin, through the Vetiverse. Right, know that there's right. still a transaction fee because that's the world, right? If as long as I'm not yep. going to a human being and getting it, so I, I think that kind of makes sense. So I would think nonprofits would kind of be interested in this. So like, yes, I, you said something about every Veterans Day. What what is that process like for them to 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 get involved? And I'm sure they could also because I'm sure they also want to like sell their stuff on there too if they do shirts and all that kind of stuff. But how how do they how do they get involved? Yeah, so like I like I kind of mentioned earlier, just by virtue of being in the vetiverse, you you end mm -hmm. up in that in that environment. So, the way the transactions, um, the disbursements to nonprofits work will work, is because we're transferring vet coin, we'll just send it to the wallet. 
So it's a direct transfer from our wallet to their wallet. And then the nonprofit has a choice. They can try to cash it out and take the, take the money or they can sit on it and see if it changes in value. Um, but at the end of the day, it's theirs to do whatever they want with this. That's just the mechanism that we use to then, you know, give back to the community through the nonprofits. That's great. And so what a all, great way to kind of educate yeah, people on how this works. And it's great in the sense that because as soon as you join the Vetiverse, you're, you get a kiosk in the virtual space, and then you're eligible for disbursement from there. And then as I was talking earlier about the VetCoin having a governance quality, the community will decide, you know, amongst the, the nonprofits that are eligible, um, how they get dispersed. So it's, it, it, we really, we really, really worked hard on a way to find out, to find a way that we could just make this as giving as possible. So let's, let, let's, it, once again, for anybody listening, if they want to find out more, if they need their own 30 minute uh, discussion for understanding, what, what are you all doing? Is it best to go to your website or sure. uh, how, do, how do people find out some more? Yeah. So we're, we're everywhere. We're, we're, we have the website that's vetcoinhq.com. We have a YouTube channel. Uh, it's all linkable through the website too. The, the, the cool thing about the website is it's like a single point of entry to the Vetiverse, to, into, into the VetCoin community, into the headquarters. So all of our information gets posted on there. So if you want to find out about any of the events we're go that we have going on, you can, you can find it on the website. Uh, you can subscribe to my newsletter uh, through the website. So every Monday, I send out the VetCoin headquarters dispatch, uh, which I personally write every weekend. So anything you want to know about what's going on with the VetCoin Foundation, I'm going to send you an email on Monday. All you have to do is subscribe to it. Um, and the Vetiverse links are on there. Connections to the to nonprofits are there. Connections to the to the veteran-owned businesses are all there. And the, so the education piece, um, we haven't really talked about it much, but you alluded to it about finding in more information. So we we recognize pretty early on that there's an education gap in understanding, um, for for at least our impression of the veteran community and understanding you know blockchain technology and cryptocurrency. So on our YouTube channel, we have what's called the boot camp series of videos. So our foundation president, uh, Lieutenant Colonel retired Dr. Aaron Bazin, he's, he's our, you know, he's a foundation president. He has these little short three to five minute videos that he narrates and it's everything. It's how do you create a wallet? What's an NFT? What, what's the web 3.0 and how, how does blockchain technology work? So you can watch these little boot camp series of videos and it's really it's about educating the community and how how they can take advantage of the cryptocurrency and blockchain technology because i will tell you this is the other thing that sounds weird when i say it out loud i want you to use vetcoin because i believe in the project but at the end of the day what's more important to me is that you learn about cryptocurrency that you understand the environment and you take advantage of it, use whatever token or currency that you want to use, but don't let cryptocurrency pass you by. And in five years, you're looking around like, hey, where'd everybody go? Well, everybody went and now they're all using cryptocurrency and you missed the boat. So that's really, at the end of the day, for me, what I'm more passionate about is how do we get the community involved and keep them involved? I love it, Russ. And I mean, not bad for a little knuckle dragon ranger, huh? <laughs> From Second Ranger Battalion till today. I want to thank you for coming on.
Once again, people can go to the vetcoinheadquarters.com website to learn all that you want. Open and transparent. You can believe in it. You cannot believe in it. But one thing that, like you said, Rush, you can get educated on it. You can That's always right. get more educated. And subscribe and, and to my I'll, newsletter. <laughs> there, there you go. So sign up right, like, right on the website. It, it, it's, uh, I, I love talking about my newsletter probably because I write it and I'm very excited about it because it's my own little project within the foundation. But it's, it's really, it's very simplified. Like it doesn't get any easier than reading the newsletter once a week or don't, but subscribe to it. And maybe, maybe you'll see something that's coming up. That's really cool. We've got a 5k, 10k that we're doing here in Tampa in September. You can do it virtually. If you want to register for it, you don't have to be physically located in Tampa. All the finishers are going to get an NFT from VetCoin. We're the first race to give NFTs to finishers. You get your little medallion when you cross the finish line, and then we're going to send you uh, a finishing token, uh, a non-fungible token NFT uh, for finishing as well. Um, so check so that out. So you're going to sure. give somebody something physical yep. of no value to give them something not physical of value. See, I think I'm getting it. It's, it's all intrinsic. It's intrinsic there value. It is. There it is. Turn it into extrinsic value. Awesome, Russ. Thanks for your time. We, we appreciate it. We appreciate everything that you're doing. Thanks, thanks for the education. And as we close out here, what we like to say is leave it better than you found it. And Russ, you're leaving it better than you found it. Thank you to your new team. Hey, thanks, Tony. It's been a real pleasure uh, to be on here today. And we wouldn't be complete unless I said, Tony, Rangers lead the way. All the way. Thank you.